Fermented skincare is more than just a passing fad in K-beauty. It's a tradition. If you've been curious about the hows or whys behind the use of fermented ingredients in Korean skincare, then you won't want to miss this episode. Welcome to the Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Guys, this podcast is officially celebrating one year on the airwaves. The first ever trailer episode of the Korean Beauty Show went to air last year on May the 11th, and we are now all the way up to 11th of May 2021, which means we are officially one year old. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in every week. I know we have had so many milestones in the year since the podcast first went live. We are now listened to in well over 115 countries around the world, which blows my mind when I think about it. I am so thankful that you choose to tune into the show, that you listen along. I know some people listen every single week, and that is just absolutely crazy to me. We've hit the top spot in heaps of countries around the globe during that time, uh, including in Mongolia, Thailand, and heaps more. We have also consistently been in the top 10 for the fashion and beauty category in heaps of different countries, Asia, the UAE, and more. So if that is you and you are listening from one of those countries, thank you so much. I really do. It's so cool to me that there are people listening in that many different countries. I would love to know where you guys are listening from. So if you haven't already, leave your review and let us know where are you listening from? I would love to read out some reviews from people that are listening from, you know, all of the different corners of the globe. I think that's a testament to the popularity, the global popularity of K-beauty, much more than it is to do with me. Uh, But I am. I'm so happy that so many people are interested in K-beauty enough that they would tune into a show that's all about Korean beauty. So if your hobby and passion for K-beauty is the same as mine, then that is so cool. You are in the right place. And hopefully we will have plenty more episodes that you will enjoy listening to. Uh, The world of K-beauty is just an endless source of fun. And there is just so much always going on. There are so many new things to talk about. So I don't know that we will ever run out of content for episodes. So if you can bear with keeping on listening to my voice week after week, then stick around. Uh, Today I am going to run through fermenting skincare, which is uh, a really, really big thing in K-beauty. If you have been dabbling in the world of Korean skincare for a while now, you've probably heard of of fermented skincare in K-beauty. But if you haven't, I'm going to run through everything that you need to know, as well as, of course, some of K-beauty's best loved products that feature these ingredients. So that is what we're going to be doing for today for our official 
special one year celebration of being on the airwaves. So stick around and let's dive in. So the first question I think a lot of people ask when they come across the idea of fermented skincare is, well, why? Why are we using fermented ingredients in our skincare? So fermented skincare in Korea actually has a history that stretches all the way back to the Joseon dynasty. Um, and fermented ingredients have been used in skincare literally for hundreds of years. So this is not just a fad or a trend that's, you know, going to be different next year. It is literally part of Korea's history. And that's why you will see it again and again in lots of different ways, you know, because some people are like, uh, wanting to do things the traditional way and then other people are like are wanting to do a modern twist on them so you'll see lots of different interpretations of fermentation uh, but the reason is that fermented ingredients are known for their ability to target lots of different common skincare concerns things like inflammation things like a weakened skin barrier so that's why you will find them in a whole range of korea's best loved products now the fermentation process itself refers to a process in which ingredients are broken down into smaller molecules so it's a series of reactions without wanting to get too chemical it's a series of reactions that convert sugars into other substances for example like grapes into wine uh, which is one of my personal favorites and fermentation is also the process behind korea's best loved food which is kimchi and that is a type of fermented cabbage so because the fermentation process breaks ingredients into smaller molecules, the skin is able to more easily and effectively absorb them. And popular K-beauty ferments include everything from fruits, herbs, flowers, and yeast. And I'm going to run through some of the most popular ones as well in a little bit more detail. In terms of the benefits of fermentation, so the brands that are using fermented ingredients will usually rely on one of the following benefits as a benefit of fermented ingredients. The first is that obviously because the fermentation process breaks the ingredients down, this means that they're able to be better absorbed by the skin. The second is that it reduces the risk of irritation. A lot of brands say that because fermentation neutralizes toxic substances like metals and pesticides which are found in the raw ingredients uh, that's better for the skin and that the fermentation process also skips out on preservatives which is good for those suffering from irritated skin i'm going to discuss a couple of reasons why that's not always true uh, but in general that is a claim made by a lot of brands that specialize in fermented ingredients they also will tell you that they the process increases the nutrient density of the ingredients and that makes them more powerful and the last one that I commonly see is that fermented products are loaded with natural antioxidants and anti-inflammatories which can assist in increasing the natural turnover rate of skin cells which is good because it can help to slow down the aging process they're the main arguments I see in favor of fermentation or the key benefits 
However, <laughs> that's not to say that there aren't plenty of other ingredients out there that function similarly to ferments. Uh, I think there are genuinely some ingredients that do have more powerful benefits when they are fermented compared to their unfermented counterparts. But I think if we want to take a holistic view as to why fermentation is so popular in Korean beauty, fermented foods are such an important part of the Korean culture and diet. I think it makes sense that a lot of brands have turned their hands to fermenting skincare ingredients as well. That is why you will continue to see it and they will continue to be popular is because fermentation and Korea go hand in hand. People eat fermented foods. They use them on their face. It's, it has been done for centuries and it will keep being done. In terms of whether, you know, you should throw away your products that don't contain unfermented ingredients. I don't think that that's necessary at all, but they are some of the benefits of fermentation. So what are the commonly used ingredients and the ingredients that I think actually are worthy of our attention when it comes to fermentation? Well, there are a couple. Uh, a big one is bifida ferment lysate. So this is a gut bacteria that strengthens the immune system and it can also reduce sensitivity and help the skin to repair itself. I see this ingredient popping up in a lot of products, bifida ferment lysate. Now, the second one is fermented rice water, and this is so popular in Korean beauty, and that is because it is thought to promote a radiant and bright complexion. Rice water in general is rich in minerals, antioxidants, and vitamins, and that can help to boost cell regeneration and keep the skin bright and smooth. So you will often see it in cleansers, in essences, and in, in, uh, in any kind of product that is promoting a smoother, brighter complexion. The third one is Pitera, and that is a probiotic that can help to rejuvenate, clarify, and smoothen the skin, and it is very popular in essences. The next one is a little bit of a mouthful. It is called Galactomyces. Some people just call it Galactic Mice because that is easier for them to remember. Uh, if you're wanting to check the spelling of Galactomyces, I will have it on the show notes for today. So don't forget to check out thekoreanbeautyshow.com. You'll find today's show notes and show notes for all of our episodes there. So Galactomyces it is a fungus and it is good for reducing blackheads, oil, dead skin cells, and even acne. And it can also assist to keep the pores appearing smaller and with brightening the skin tone as well. Now, the la I have three more on my list that you will commonly find um, as a byproduct of fermentation. Fermented black soybean is one. So soybeans are being a very, very important part of the Korean diet as well. Uh, they're rich in omega acids, omega acids, and they can help to hydrate and fight wrinkles. 
Fermented rice bran is another one. So this is closely linked, I guess, to rice water. But when when it comes to the bran, what we're talking about is the waste that comes out of the rice polishing process. So we're talking about turning brown rice into polished white rice. And that waste, I use that in inverted commas because it's not really, it's the natural part of the rice, but it consists of the yellowish outer layers, uh, the seed coat, and also part of the rice germ. So studies have shown that it has good whitening effects in high concentrations. That's why you'll see it in K-Beauty products. And then fermented starch. So pulalin is a common one that functions as a skin conditioning agent. And that is the one that you'll find in Tosung's Time Shift Essence. Other fermented ingredients I've seen include everything from yogurt, ginseng, uh, obviously flour extracts. I've seen fermented snail as well. So they are just some of the many, many things that are fermented, but those are probably the more popular ones. Now, why shouldn't you use ferments? There are There is a counter argument against the use of ferments in skincare. Or even though that many companies will say that they've reduced sensitivity because you know they don't have things like pesticides in them you know, uh, and metals, for some people, fermented ingredients can cause sensitivity. And I know that many people that have fungal acne also report negative side effects when they're using products that contain fermented ingredients. Uh, and this occurs because the fungi in things like galactomyces trigger uh, the increased activity of a protein in humans that is actually linked to certain skin diseases and that can make fungal acne worse now if you're not sure what fungal acne is uh, then take a listen back at to episode 27 i went through uh, what it actually is because fungal acne is actually a misnomer it is not a uh, true acne so take a look uh take a listen to that if you are curious to learn more about that symptoms to look out for if you are suspicious that fermented ingredients may not be right for you are blemishes and usually they will present as small comedones commonly you'll see them around the t-zone but sometimes also around your u-zone also keep a lookout for bumps that are painful and itchy so if you've got any of those uh, and then also if the anti-acne products that you're using to treat those are resistant to traditional acne treatments, that is another symptom to look out for. Obviously, the, the key to introducing any new skincare into your routine is patch testing. So if you haven't used fermented ingredients in your skincare before, I would urge you to patch test and make sure that you don't have uh, any sensitivity or allergy to fermented ingredients before you plaster the product all over your face when it will be unfortunately too late. So that is just a little word of caution. Fermented ingredients have many great benefits, but they are not for everyone. Uh, And so they are just some of the signs and symptoms to look out for if you are introducing them into your routine for the first time. So there are some really, really famous Korean beauty products with ferments in them that you may like to try out. Some brands do dedicate their entire lines to fermented ingredients, uh, but I think the famous ones 
that can't be ignored in any discussion on fermented ingredients are Benton's Fermentation Eye Cream. So this one is packed full of skin-friendly fermented ingredients and ceramides as well. And it gently cares for the delicate under eye area. It's got anti-aging benefits. I know it performed really well in its blind tests on Get It Beauty, uh, particularly for wrinkle improvement. So check that one out if you are after an eye cream option with fermented ingredients. The second product on my list is Misha's Time Revolution First Treatment Essence. Probably one of the most famous K-Beauty products that contains fermented ingredients. It does go through ingredient changes from time to time, but it usually contains around 90% of fermented yeast concentrate. Uh, it's great for energizing the skin, soothing it, smoothing it out, balancing and revitalizing it. Uh, so that is a great, great first treatment uh, option to try out. And I know another common question people will have is, well, why is it called a first treatment essence? Why are some products called first treatment essence and some are just called essence? And that will usually have to do with the presence of ferments in the formula. If a product is just called a regular old essence, then you, if you check the ingredients list, you might notice that it doesn't have the fermented ingredients, whereas the first treatment ones often do. So that is just a little point of difference. The first treatment essences generally do tend to be very watery, uh, so that is another way to distinguish them as well, where, whereas ordinary essences can be all different kinds of thicknesses. So that's just a little hack. If you've never noticed that before, the first treatment essences nearly always have ferments in them and just regular essences don't. Uh, but that is not a hard and fast rule. And the next product on my list shows that that is the case. Cosrx's Galactomyces 95 Tone Balancing Essence. This one has gone through a few name changes in its time. Uh, it used to be called, uh, a lot of people colloquially called it the racism essence because back in the day when COSRX was a new startup, I believe the name for it was white power essence. Uh, and a lot of people pro pointed out to them that that was extremely problematic and they've changed the name several times since. At the moment, it's called Galactomyces 95 Tone Balancing Essence. I'm not sure if they'll rename it, but that is a traditional first treatment essence because it does contain a really high percentage, around 95%, I believe, of Galactomyces ferment filtrate. So keep an eye out for that if you are after a budget-friendly option. And finally, last but not least, I have Misha's Time Revolution Night Repair Pro Bio Ample. Again, the Night Repair Ample from Misha's line does tend to go through some name changes and formula changes. So keep an eye out. It may have changed, but the this was the latest version that they were using was Time Revolution Night Repair Pro Bio. And the Pro Bio in the name comes from the 10 types of lactobacillus in the product that have lots of different effects. They're supposed to enhance moisture levels and elasticity by providing uh, energy to problematic skin areas, according to the brand. Uh, the ample in general, I would say it works to improve your, the strength of your skin, the density, moisture, balance, skin tone, and elasticity. And the process that they're using for that is what they call a cool, warm, double fermentation method. That's how they're getting the ferments into 
into it. So four really, really popular fermented products or products that contain fermented ingredients for you to add to your list if you are keen on trying any of these out. Obviously, patch test if they're new products to you, but these have basically just never-ending popularity in K-beauty and have pretty much since I got into K-beauty. So that's really saying something for the longevity of the products and how beloved they are. Um, The names do tend to sort of switch around a little bit and so do the formulas, but really the core is that they are based on high concentrations of fermented ingredients. That's what the products are. So hopefully you will have some luck with them if you are looking to incorporate those kinds of products into your routine. If you did enjoy today's episode, I would love for you to sign up to Star Stories newsletter. We deliver all the latest K-beauty tips into your inbox as well as product testing opportunities. If you would like to be on our reviewers list, then make sure that you join. We've also got exclusive discount codes that go straight to your inbox when you are a Star Story newsletter subscriber as well. You'll find the sign up on stylestory.com.au on the front page of our website. So go and check that out if you're the kind of person that likes freebies, discounts, um, and would like to try new products as well. All right, guys, I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. If you have, then stay subscribed so that you don't miss the next episode when it drops. And until then, I will see you on Star Story. Bye.